Well, hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to The Ernest Man Show. Wherever you may be in this world. Just a quick message on how you can win a fabulous prize. After listening to an episode, simply go to my website, theearnestmanshow.com, and go to the Discuss comment section below the episode. Leave a comment. That's it. It's that simple. Within a week, if a winner is chosen, you possibly could be a winner of a fabulous prize. Okay, well, it's it's not a car or a boat, but then again, you don't have to pay any taxes on it. So, what are you waiting for? You've got a good chance, and you can say anything you like. So, that's my message. Now, let's go to the show. This is episode number 77, a personal story about a great mystery. Today, I wanted to tell you a story. I think it's a a pretty interesting story as it is personal and um, I uh, I haven't exactly told this story before so what the hell I'll tell you now before I begin one thing I would like for you to think about is if you yourself have actually had this same experience yourself, I would like to hear from you very much. Because what I'm about to tell you, frankly, is so stupefying that... um, Well, I guess it basically defies logic and reason. So, um, I'll just get to it. What this involves is um, something that was happening with me. And it started many, many years ago. It started in my late childhood, I guess. And, um, didn't happen a lot. It hasn't happened a lot. But, every time it has happened with absolute 100% accuracy, it has come to be. So, what we're dealing with here, I guess what people who study such things would basically call precognition. And um, for whatever reasons there may be, 
Apparently, this is something that I possess. And um, I want to tell you at least a couple of stories here. And um, before I go into them, I would like for you to bear in mind that uh, this um, ability, if you want to call it that, is an absolute two-edged sword, as you're going to discover soon. Uh, just to tell you one of these things to start out, when I was roughly, oh, I'm guessing I was close to 24, 25 years old, I had known a, uh, had a friend, um, he was, um, in the service, or he had been in the service, and, um, it's not like we didn't grow up together or anything, but the very long story short of it is, is that we got to know each other pretty well and um you know we were good friends and um you know life goes on and he had his life and it was you know pretty much um pretty happy for for him and for i for myself um and then he had um, some very unfortunate things happen in his life that, quite frankly, turned his life upside down. And um, it, was, it was very strange because if you happen to be one of those people that believe in karma or fate or I don't know what you would call it exactly. But the only way you could try to at least make some sense or wrap your head around his situation was that the man was cursed because for at least three years he just had one terrible thing after another, after another, after another in succession happened to him. And I mean, this is, it was just beyond the pale, it seemed beyond the pale of chance. The only way, again, your average person would just maybe look at this and it was just so overwhelming that you would thank God if you're into, like I said, karma or whatnot, you would say, well, what the hell did this guy do in a previous life that's catching up with him? I don't know. But let's just say he had <clears throat> endless terrible misfortune and bad luck. 
And um, it was to such a point where he lost everything in his life, including his then wife and family and, of course, his career, everything. And this was not, I'm not talking about, you know, a guy here that had a, you know, a drug or alcohol problem or a gambling addiction or anything like that. It was just incredibly bad luck and stupid shit, relentlessly. So, that was that was the state of affairs with Tom. I'm going to call him Tom. And um, at some point, he called me up on the phone and he wanted to get together, and I didn't mind that. And uh, because basically, you know, he he needed an emotional shoulder to cry on and I understood that and that was the least that I could help him with so I didn't mind at all and uh, I would you know basically hear his his latest tragedies and um, I would get filled up with it all and I mean, uh, you know, I was young and I, <laughs> I was at a loss. I, I, there was no, there was no ready advice to give him because like I said, these things that occurred, they absolutely appeared to be out of his control. I mean, if there were the gods of the Greek gods and the whole group of them and Zeus and, and, and all the rest of them were all conspiring to ruin his life or something. I don't know, but it was, it was that bad. And, um, it was shortly after that I was listening to his, uh, latest problems going on with his life and I think he uh, he spent the night or something and then uh, he was on his way and it seemed like it was a couple days after that that I had what I've come to call one of my quote-unquote dreams so let me try to describe this as simply to you as I can. I have these dreams and um, they are not ordinary dreams. They are extremely vivid and extremely clear in their message. There's, It's not like a dream dream that we all normally have when I when I have one of these dreams I've had them enough through my experience to know that it's one of those dreams 
And I know beyond an absolute shadow of a doubt based on my experience that what I have dreamt is actually going to come true. Um, so, it was, uh, like I said, it was a couple, I guess it was maybe two or three days later, and I had a dream about him, and he hit the lottery. And um, with his situation being what it was, and this was definitely something that would absolutely cover a lot of ground to help him with his life, that um, made me feel great. It made me feel happy because I had that much confidence that I knew it was going to happen. I knew with absolute certainty it was going to happen. And uh, I know money doesn't necessarily fix everything, but uh, let's face it, I mean, there's a hell of a lot of things it can fix. And in his case, that was a hell of a lot of things it could fix. So, <clears throat> I saw him again, and it was, um, I guess, another... I don't know, two, three days later. And um, he was um, going through his, his usual routine of telling me more bad things. And, um, you know, in, in a sense, you know, I, I really, like I said, I was young and I didn't, there wasn't a whole lot of advice that I could give him. I mean, and hell, I'm not a therapist. But this was different. This time, it was different. And it was different because I knew, I felt, with absolute certainty that him winning the lottery was really going to change his life and turn his life around and so of course then I felt much better and I was in really good spirits and despite anything that he was saying he eventually realized he said well he's like you seem to be in in really good spirits and I said I said yeah Tom yeah I, I am and he said, uh, well, uh, why? I mean, I told you. I said, I'm going to tell you why. I said, because. And I didn't, I didn't tell him. I didn't, I don't know what the, I didn't know what the right word would be to jinx it or anything like that. Because I'm very careful about this, this gift that I have. And I don't want to, uh you know, ruin it or anything. I just give, let's say, strong, subtle hints about things. And I told him 
in absolute no uncertain terms. I said, uh, Tom, your your life is going to change for the better real soon. And I said, probably, maybe in ways right now you can't even imagine. And apparently, I must have, the way I said it, with a, well, nothing short of saying with a religious conviction and fortitude that he, he really believed me. And I just kept repeating that same thing. I said, your luck is going to change. All this is just going to be, all this stuff the last couple, three years, it's just going to be a really bad memory. You mark my words. Really soon, I said something very unexpected and good is going to happen for you. And um, he actually believed me. And, I mean, he was actually, somehow, he was convinced. Which made me feel good because, hell, if, any, if anybody was deserving of hearing some good news for a change, it was Tom. So, like I said... Um, the good part of this is that whatever is in those dreams is actually what comes true. And it must have been, I don't know, another week or two later that he, uh, he called me on the phone and he said, you're not going to believe this. And I said, yeah, I said, you you got it you finally got that that job back with your old company or you know and, and he said no uh he's kind of laughing he said i hit the lottery so there you have it that's what happened that's exactly what happened every bit of it is the truth except i did change the names or his name and so that opens up an another entire can of worms as I'm gonna let you know shortly well <clears throat> needless to say um, his life radically changed for the better and it wasn't as though again he he wasn't the he wasn't the kind of guy that you know went crazy and bought a Lamborghini or just went shopping crazy. He he wasn't like that. Not at all. He uh he climbed out of his financial hole, that's for certain. He he was able to um finally you know get out of debt and he was able to support his family members as he felt he should have and he took care of a, a whole lot of things that had been troubling him 
And uh, then he said he was, then he felt better. Now that he felt better about himself, then he he said he was going to go on a, a, an actual modest vacation. And I said, that's great, Tom. You deserve that. And he said, you know, I've, I've never been on a cruise ship and I always wanted to take a cruise and that's what I'm going to do. And I said, that sounds great. And he told me the details about it and where he was going and everything. And anyway, I felt like, frankly, if you can try to imagine yourself in this position, um, there was a huge weight that was lifted from my shoulders because, you know, one of the things is hopefully uh, you should be able to understand is uh, there are a few things worse than having somebody that we really care about who's needing our help and as far as the things that they are needing for our help we can't help them with and that really emotionally fucks you up but in this case all that burden everything was even lifted off of me and not to mention the fact that uh i didn't have to didn't look like i was he was going to be needing my counseling anymore because everything changed and uh so he went about his life and he thoroughly absolutely and enjoyed the cruise and then um uh, he he wanted to make up things he wanted to do things for me and if that would make him happy i said fine and you know we we went out for uh several dinners at um very uh uh not say high end not fancy in that way but you know good quality restaurants and had several very very good meals and we did a few other things together um and he he would just he would just laugh and he'd say don't even think about paying for anything and it's like i got i got more money than i'll ever need and you know just don't worry about it and i okay fine i i I don't have a problem with that and uh so anyway um that's what happened and um that went on for i don't know probably three four months and um he uh he ended up in a car accident and um he didn't make it and um i would like to think and hope that was not in any way predestined to happen but this is the point that i wanted to 
tell you about, which is which would seem to be the contradiction, is that <clears throat> if I have this uh, blessing or curse, depending on your point of view, of precognition, then what that would infer, naturally, is that at least to a certain extent, our life or a part of our life is um, written as though there is uh, fate. And so if that's the case, I wondered, well, what was the point of all of this? And then in just a few months down the road that he would end up dying in an automobile accident. And um, the best that I've been able to come up with as far as that is concerned, and this is another part of this that I will go into shortly, that um, it's, it's kind of like taking a favorite scene out of a movie that you're watching on a, on a videotape or what have you, and you just cut out that scene and that's what you see, but you don't see the rest. And that is the, like I said, the double-edged sword of this. And it is um, extremely painful because with what I have, Apparently, I am either only given snippets or sections, but I don't get to see the whole movie. And it, um, <clears throat> there is um, just to show that there's no rhyme or reason one way or the other. Um... It, it just boggles my mind. So, it makes me imagine, for instance, what I feel is the most obvious question remaining from this, is how would I have felt... Now, this, again, is assuming that this is would have been a fate that was known. How would I have felt if I had known or seen the movie from the dream that, uh, yeah, he's going to hit the lottery, but then again, several months down the road, he's going to die from a, being in an auto accident. It's very cruel. Now, again, that is the problem and that is the supposition of the whole scenario because, like I said, when I am having these things and there very few times, very, very few times have I had anything concerning the world or 
world events or anything of that nature. It's with me. It's it's very personal. It has to do with people I know, people I have met and interacted with, friends and family, kind of thing. Um, but not, you know, um, other than maybe what I possibly, if it's not coincidental, maybe once or twice, something concerning a world event, but 100% without a doubt, certainly um, the dreams I've had concerning friends and family. So, um, now I can, to put this in another perspective, so when you when you when this happens to you eventually you get a feeling and this is now I'm talking about the I'm talking about the things that are good that are positive that happen such as initially in his case him winning the lottery um but you end up with the feeling that you're always psychologically ready for, you know, the other shoe to drop. Because many times, not always, but many times the, uh, the good that happens is overshadowed by the eventual bad that happens. On the other hand, sometimes there are really bad things that happen and have happened to me. And then after that, quite simply, life went on. So that's the second brief story. Now that you know what I deal with and how this uh, how this happens in my life. So in my my life, again, many years ago, I was married, and um, I had been through this. And the wife knew about it. And uh, one morning, I started telling her that we needed to get everything of irreplaceable value out of the house right away. I didn't say everything. I was referring to every irreplaceable thing and then her initial reaction of course was her concern and her knee-jerk reaction is that she thought I was putting her on and you know am I going crazy and then she really quickly she pieced it together and she said oh you have one of those dreams and I just nodded yes And she just said, okay. And so 
that's what we did. And uh, we got everything of irreplaceable value out of the house. I think it was less than a week. And um, we did all the things that you do. We got a, you know, a, a storage place. And um, then I told her uh, the weekend was coming and I said, well, let's see, I made plans and for a little mini get out of town vacation thing. And we'd be gone for, I don't know, two, three days. And that's what we did. And the house burned to the ground. I had the dream that that's what would happen. And that's what did happen. And I followed what I saw. And of course, I mean, fortunately, you know, we had all the, we still had all the irreplaceables. And we had the homeowner's insurance. And uh, so when something like that happens to you, well, it's not exactly mild under the best of circumstances. But, you know, I mean, she, she loved that house and everything, and I, I really liked it too. But, but uh, life went on, and um, we uh, got another house, and then nothing. There, in other words... There was no other <clears throat> catastrophe or there was no other second shoe that fell. Um, it Just that. But it happened. It happened pretty much exactly as I had seen it in my dreams. So, what this in turn... Um, uh, begs the question of um, I consider myself as a realist as I've said many times I'm I'm more well into science <laughs> and um, n not into this kind of thing and not into uh, a whole lot of uh, pseudo-scientific uh, crap that's out there. It's just not my mindset at all. But this one thing, this one thing that happens to me that I that I that I go to go through. Um, I have learned to heed it, and so. All I'm trying to say is, in my mind, what this does beg the question of is, if this is, is actually something, somehow, if this is real, if there is, if there is precognition, if there are fates that can be determined... I don't know, but 
at least in my eyes and based on my own firsthand experience, it would certainly seem to be the case. And that's, <laughs> that's not something, you know, you'll catch me admitting often, but that is, that is what it is. And, uh, so I'm not, <clears throat> I'm not telling you all this because I wanted to tell you that I, I'm about, you know, to foresee some great national or global catastrophe or anything like that. I'm just trying to say and trying to find out if, you know, am I alone in the world with, with this, again, this curse or this blessing or whatever it may be. But um, it's my way of trying to find out if I'm that alone out there or if there's somebody else out there that ha has experienced the same thing. Because, well, what that leads to is the only thing that, you know, I can really uh, speculate on is that um, perhaps there's something uh, going on out there that, um, you know, we're not exactly admitting to, I guess. I don't know. But that's um, that's been something that's been on my mind for some time, and I... Uh, I just felt for whatever reason it would be a good time to share it with you and see what you think. Get your ideas. Other than that, in conclusion, all I can say is on this 4th of July 2022, I hope you've had or you're having a good day, and I hope you have an even better one tomorrow. Take care.